riffraff. Total home. Riffraff. Big riff. Terrestrial greetings to all of you listeners out there, truth seekers to the man. Uh, we are broadcasting from my undisclosed location in Mexico uh, with my <laughs> two most recent guests on the eternal search for the uh, truth that every single world government is somehow hiding at the same time. They can't agree on anything, but they do collude on this. Why? Because they don't want us to know. Uh, what is it they don't want us to know? It changes every week. Cycling <laughs> out like a pulsar signal. Anyways. <coughs> oh, man. Oh, why man. Why do uh, they do it? Because it seems yeah. it seems simpler to us than to search, yeah. search for complex explanations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Extraterrestrials have a natural deviousness. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm kind of tapped for the moment. Like, I'm doing a Jesse Ventura voice, but... As far as I know, he's never really been, like, an aliens guy. He's more of a, like, stupid Earth Yeah, he's more like Illuminati, guy, but, you know. whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. He's a bit more of an opportunist. Aliens require real dedication, because you have to watch yourself getting but, wrong over and but over again. But he does live in Mexico. I do know that. I thought he lived in the U.S. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't really um, know. Wasn't he a governor of You know what? Place? That might Once? just be... That could be a cover story. Oh, right. I'm sure. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, welcome, welcome to Riff Rap, everybody. Uh, the one true source of truth. That's a bit redundant. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Out here on the metal internet. <laughs> uh, so it's been yeah, a while since yeah. we've recorded, but we have Spooky back again, if you couldn't tell. Um, hey, what's up? We have a theme. I'm more out of my depth this time. <laughs> and I'm equal out of my depth in a different way? I don't know. We have a theme that I know annoyingly much about, because I used to study it, space. Um, so I'm going to be like that annoying I'm guy excited. when you go see a sci-fi movie who's like, that can't happen. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's not real. Uh, yeah, we've been you know. we've been keeping our um, CB radios uh, <laughs> on, and um, we've re- received mm-hmm. some interesting transmissions of which we picked our favorites. Some of these are several years old, but you know how it is. Um, mm-hmm. Some stuff yeah. takes a while to travel across uh, space. Yeah, you can't travel faster than the speed of light. Ka-chow. Well, except in some of these songs, you can't. But whatever. Um. <laughs> Damn. I'm sorry, you cannot Ouch. travel faster than the speed of light only from a terrestrial reference <laughs> frame, but by using psychic FTL networks, matter can be simultaneously stretched and shifted to multiple points across space and time. I think I took enough acid to believe that once. Um, the well, the predictive programming is there in in the popular Nintendo title Mario Kart, <laughs> where the distance between the front and back players is adjusted by an algorithm called rubber banding. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to, like, get flagged or something. It's like a misinformation podcast. Anyway. I um, promise you, we will find Luigi in Super Mario 64. <laughs> Have we ever said anything that was, like, factually useful to any human? We probably I have said factually happened. false things by accident, um, but I got called out for fake news in the comments once, so you it know how it be. be. I'm just saying it might be your post-hypnotic suggestions acting up. You know, you can never probably. be too sure. Now, before uh, before no, we bring up our next know. feature, I just like to bring up uh, a word from our sponsors, <laughs> my uh, my uh, underground suppliers of uh, inter of uh, intravenous 
intravenously injected uh, testicular enhancement drugs. They are fully organic, uh, homegrown <laughs> in backyards across Thailand. Uh, you cannot get more. You cannot get more uh, unregulated and unadulterated than this. It's the purest <laughs> stuff. This stuff, it will, it will in <laughs> fact turn your scrotum a healthy green. You will blend in perfectly <laughs> with our. I've already, leaders. I've already subscribed. I've been getting monthly packages, and uh, let's just say I'm not sitting on a chair right now. <laughs> um. <laughs> Listen to the man. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Let's. Okay. <laughs> so next up, uh, we have uh, well. Um, uh, as, uh, one of my submissions, and um, as you as you probably know, uh, Men in Black has been uh, has caused outrage in our community back when it came out because it basically ridiculed the whole uh, truth truth seeker movement mm -hmm. somewhat. But one thing it did get right is that you have to have to go to those uh, shitty little conspiracy scenes uh, to find the real truth. Mm. Uh, I don't know why I just called them shitty. Obviously, I, I have my own. Uh, conspiracy scene. <laughs> so, but um, much, much, much like that, I, I had to go to um, Reddit to find this transmission mm. back in the day. You had to dig through the most sordid corners of the internet to uh, well, Reddit's really find mascot the truth. is an alien, so. Yeah, it's true. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're making it kind of obvious, <laughs> but. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <clears throat> Sorry. This is where I found the um, Phosphorus uh, from Greece, whom I've uh, talked about uh, and written about several times uh, since since uh, joining the toilet. But uh, no one will listen, so now we're going to make you listen. This is um, Starless by the Phosphorus. <laughs> Thank you. 
testimony was acquired by a post-hypnotic filtering of time-loss erased memories from our, uh, our subject D. Phosphorus, uh, picked up somewhere in the backwoods of Greece. <clears throat> But uh, what what really struck me uh, when I first heard this transmission short The crop circle that, uh, that looks like a pussy. Earth. It was the crop circle that looks like a pussy, right? We can all agree with this. As experts, this crop circle looks like a pussy. Like a snatch. Like a hoo Not that we would know, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> What struck me about it was the uh, remarkable uh, clarity. There's very vo little, um, I don't know what you call it, like mm -hmm. cadence uh, to the vocals. Like it's mm -hmm. not really, it's not really shaped uh, into anything. It's kind of spoken word or yeah, stream of consciousness, own, like it's just rhythm. It's kind of like mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. speaking over the music. It's not really uh, uh, verses or choruses or something. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's look like a, a trademark, as I soon found out, because I soon uh, acquired a physical version mm -hmm. of, of all their. We believe this to be a uh, we believe this to um, be a deep encryption form called uh, Xenorhythmics. Honestly, it is. <laughs> I, I gotta say, like listening to this, this is the most. No. Uh, this is the most like attention grabbing. I think any just like down and dirty crust band has been for me in a long time. Like, like you said, this the the lack of vocal rhythm compared to the rest of the song sort of it, it helps things feel a little less i guess out the box um they've got a this great focus i i love um i love just this this single note chuggy ass opening it's just got um i don't know they found they found a new chug riff which is you know a rare thing these days they found one that actually feels kind of different from the others it has like a different pulse <laughs> sort of staggered a bit um God, that bass tone's so fucking dirty, too. I love it. Mm. Yeah, this was, this was pretty pretty amazing. This is top-tier Astro Grind, if you ask me. Um. <laughs> I, I, I fell in love with this shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love how um, it starts off, you know, this very, you know, yeah, this. almost sort of like you know, dry, you know, intense focus. And then in the middle... It sort of cleans the riffs up a little bit and gets it gets a bit more focused and becomes like you know proper thrashy. Um, it you know uses these. Um, I, I hear this kind of chord work all the time, uh, and I never really know what to call it. Where you, you do it sort of in in groupings of two or three, like do 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 do. I never know what to call that, but I always I always love when that shows up because it's mm -hmm. uh, it's just simple but also so effective and. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I um, shit rips. I don't know what I have to say about this song other than like, mm -hmm. very much mm -hmm, into mm -hmm. it. Yeah, instant wish list for me. Um, mm -hmm. And I will say, uh, except for one part, surprisingly scientifically accurate, at least as an impression of like what happens at the oh, end shit. of the universe, as far as we know. So, uh, good on you there. Um, I well. Yeah, I don't think anybody but me mm -hmm. cares about that, but I was kind of like excited. Honestly, I was reading yeah. It. I was like, these guys read shit. They didn't just make stuff up. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't not, know why it's I not, care about that. <laughs> they're not just inspired by like sci fi literature, but also like actual like, science yeah. stuff about space. So I know. I don't know why I care about that. It probably doesn't affect the music. Man, like when I was reading this, I thought heart. of. Um, 
is a weird yeah. thing. So this is like this is like young spooky lore. But um, one of the first games I got really into because mm -hmm. it was free and I could just download it was actually um, one of Bungie's first games. You know, Bungie Software, the Halo and Destiny guys. So one of their first games was a game called Marathon. Mm -hmm. uh, it was for the Apple II. And um, the main, like, character, I guess. He's not the player character, but the main, you know, subject of, like, sci-fi interest is a, uh, a spaceship AI named Durandal. He, you know, he gains sentience and he starts taking up more and more space okay. all across the ship's docks. He throws all the systems haywire. And um, over the course of, like, three games, things just get weirder and more, like, time travely, space warpy. And Durandal's whole goal is, like, he's always philosophizing about, like, the closure of the universe and different ways to, like, twist his way out of that. And this is, like, I'm just, I'm, this is all I'm, I'm reading here, you know, uh, Black Hole Era Survivalist, Dark Era Escapist, When All Suns Stopped to Shine, He Sucked Energy from Red Dwarves. Um, yeah, this, this, it makes me think of this gi mm -hmm. gigantic, you know, almost purely informational existence that... Uh, takes energy from anywhere it can to sustain its you know, constant cogitating. So what is it? What yeah. is it describing exactly? Is it like an ultimate black hole, or is it like yeah. recompression re so of everything yeah. into what we had before the Big Bang? Or sort of. Yeah. Well, so as far like in modern physics, the Big Crunch is not thought to be real, but everything before that, it's called uh, the heat death of the universe. Basically, like all the stars explode. The ones that live the longest are going to be red dwarfs because they have uh, some really low luminosity. Um, but eventually they will too. And then uh, black holes, like the universe is expanding, but stuff still has gravity. So like it'll get sucked into black holes and then the black holes will be kind of expanding too fast away from each other to suck into each other. So that'll all become like what's called causally disconnected, which means they're essentially like different Ooh. parts of the universe. I mean, I really do. I really do love um, some and then black holes in like radiation. limited touch play. So they'll evaporate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Yes. Um, and black holes emit radiation called Hawking radiation, which they'll eventually evaporate. Um, and I looked this up before the song on the order of 10 to the 100 years in the future. So a Google of years. Um, and then at the end of this song, it's kind of like, and then it evaporates and mm -hmm. it's just like kind of amorphous, really diffuse, like, cloud of yeah. matter I, uh, um, at the end of this song I believe that is a called a, uh, a Hawking Breakdown this is from 2012 so yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is a post hardcore in the tags so Hawking Hawking would probably be into this I wanna <laughs> I wanna I just wanna say it's a, it's a Google of years Google mm -hmm. spelled it wrong in another attempt to obfuscate the truth <laughs> yes <laughs> Yes, Google. Google, Google is, is the, actually uh, this the ultimate machine learning about. AI expansive <laughs> consciousness. Uh, man, will outlast yeah. us all. YouTubers aren't real; it's all AI programmed <laughs> by Google. That I actually believe, probably. <laughs> um, or maybe hope is true. Anyway, um, so yes, this is pretty. Like, uh, I don't know. This this kind of stuff is always like. There's no real good mm -hmm. science on it because it's all just yeah, like guessing, it's, and nobody's going to live that long anyway, so we'll never know for sure. No, uh, no I was but this is say, cool. Like, they like, it's, yeah, it's something that we can't observe except by the interception of tachyon bursts from uh, deep space holes that exist in the future. Particles which travel backwards <coughs> through what we Earthlings mm -hmm. perceive as time. <coughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Um, it did remind me of, there's a sci-fi book that if you're into hard sci-fi, which I know maybe at least one listener named Roldy is, um, called Tau Zero, where they kind of describe a spaceship going through uh, the life of the universe, like experiencing this. But um, anyway, for all you nerds out here looking for nerd shit, there you go. Um, but no, I really like the song. I love the... I love the sound these guys have. This is this was an instant wish list for me. So, awesome. Alrighty, next up. Oh, oh, this is oh, this uh, this is um, the first of of Andy's picks. Now, not uh, by the by the song title, uh, not immediately space related, um, but by the band name for sure. Um, yeah, do you want to say anything or? Um, only that I'm a Star Wars nerd and I kind of got depressed when this band stopped writing about Star Wars, but... You know what, oh, honestly, I... Like the there, was a, there was a record about Star Wars, was it this year I, or last year? I think... I call um, it a day. That, say, yeah. You know what, we did a good job with Star Wars, we should stop. <laughs> uh-huh. I, they, they are braver than I. If I had this band, I would have like contrived yeah, so many no. ways to write. I would have gone into the extended universe, it would have been awful. There yeah, was a band from example. Atlanta, I believe, last year that wrote Star Wars themed metal. Um, I forget their name, but these guys, these guys are too cool. They're too serious of musicians. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, Hoth with Journey into the Eternal Winter. Here we go! go.
off and I think this is um, uh, a warning of sorts, a sign of, of the damage um, that, that we can inadvertently do to faraway civilizations because uh, apparently, um, what's the thing called that carries the golden record, the Voyager is it? Yeah, Voyager 1 and Voyager 2, both have copies. They're in interstellar space, uh, both of them I believe. And as I just read, they're sending back strange signals. Um, yeah, apparently someone put some really schlocky 90s PM on one of those records, and <laughs> now some some poor faraway civilization is is feasting on that. That's all they have. Like, and oh, they and they, great. Mm -hmm. they like I love how we have to die because of it. But mm -hmm. <laughs> I love this, this band's concept, like just their starting thing. I feel like. This feels like someone, you know, from Norway or Sweden just got out of seeing Empire Strikes Back and was like, oh, oh, oh my god, Anarch can you leave Steram's planets with only the winter times? That's totally glacials for all eternities. <laughs> I think you, know, you hit I, the nail on the head right there. Yeah, I, I feel like it really spoke to someone and it's finally mm -hmm. reached its, its fullest fruition here. Its mm -hmm. fullest frostbite, I should say. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. Hoth, Hoth is a planet where the moon is always freezing, so... Mm -hmm. Ooh! And, <laughs> and honestly, like, I think I think for for the obvious, like, black metal influences we have here, and I mean, like, the obvious ones, like, there's, there's that, you know, cool, immortal, like, shrieking croak, and there's, mm -hmm. you know, that big old, like, sing-along Bathory chorus, like, for the mm -hmm. obvious influence it has, I, I think it does uh, some really like you know surprising uh, things with them. I think it takes some good liberties with sound, and they really find themselves. For starters, that fucking like almost like alt rock sounding opening, you know, where it's mm -hmm. based on a really like the f emphasis is the first chord, and they're just sort of steady strummed. Um, it's almost mm -hmm. like it almost it reminds me of what I, I hear when people are trying to play like you know folksy medieval music. You know, it's all just very mm -hmm steady sort of strumming with the first couple of notes emphasized and then falling away yeah. a bit um and they keep that same that same like anchor for the leading phrases where um again the first couple of chords get accented and and the uh the the what am i saying the leads also um like they go they go heavy on the first couple of notes and then descend mm -hmm. a bit it, it it makes for that again that great like sing along bathory chorus um even the like the tremolo lead stuff follows that. It's um, it's a really fine thing you've unearthed here, you know. No, it's well, thank you. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I like to like definitely has some serious melodic black metal vibes for me. Just um, kind of why I liked it. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I like this band initially because of the the gimmick, um, <laughs> writing about tauntauns or rancors or something. I believe, but uh, it's no, not like, really. It's not really any less stupid it. than other black metal. I mean, come on. That's no, that's true. Uh, <laughs> I certainly didn't feel shame for liking it, <laughs> but uh, no, I like that this band kind of instead of we were talking about a little bit instead of just running this into the ground, maybe took a bit more of a yeah. generic approach to it and talks about astral necromancy and shit instead. Now, um, <laughs> they broaden their minds. Hans, what, you have any hot takes on this? Uh, I wasn't. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna listen again. Um, because uh, when people say good things about things, then it makes me feel like I missed something. But uh, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't very taken with this. I was surprised by it because I probably I just kind of confused them with uh, Hath or Hath or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. I also so had I was that for expecting. 
as expecting something more technical like and more death metal in the vocal delivery but uh, yeah i don't know these the vocals were kind of uh, a little weak maybe and the cleans also didn't do anything to convince me but I'm, i think i'm gonna give it another shot i remember the the previous one like the oathbreaker that's uh, mm -hmm. that cover art really stuck with me but i i think that one also didn't do much for me oh no i'm so the rumor is i've spilled some weak shit Riff yeah. uh, did no, you did you did I we mention to, did we I mention push back on the, the that i think you found a a <laughs> potent brew here um uh, again i am okay. i am i'm such a sucker for all the elements in this you know i i'm just ashamed that i didn't bring my uh my flagon i i feel like i should be quaffing <laughs> ale from like a wampa horn you know <laughs> i just want to okay. sink right into it yeah. I, you yeah. mentioned that the The logo looks like a want to say like a t like a tie bomber, yeah. Yeah, bomber, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's too wide to be a tie fighter. Um, it's got the extra bay there. <sighs> yeah, it has the bomb bay, and oh, I knew all this shit when I was a kid. It was kind of horrible. Um, <laughs> and look, it's But, uh, it's better than learning oh. about actual jet fighters and pretending they're important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know what? Because you know what Tie Fighters do. Um, you know what Tie Fighters can do that real jets don't. Mm. What's that? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. And in space where there's no air. That's I thought you. That's, that's I thought you were going to say they can melt steel beams, but uh, I, 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 clearly no. my mind is too terrestrial right now. Yeah, Death Stars melt steel beams. All right. Yeah, we had this. Uh, we had we we used to have a, a CD-ROM that was called Star Wars Behind the Magic or something. Mm -hmm. It was like an interactive like encyclopedia of the Star Wars shit, yeah, and yeah. you could look at all sorts of Star Wars comics and extended universe stuff and something. Mm -hmm. And there was one, f uh, like one one area or whatever, one feature that was a, a weapon test bay. Nice. So mm -hmm. you just had. Uh, like in a in a in some hang hangar ha hangar or something, uh, there was a, just a stormtrooper standing there, and you could basically test all the all the different <laughs> weapons on him, like a blaster and a, um, a thermal detonator, and of course the um, the the Death Star laser at the end. It's a bit harsh, isn't it? Uh, a, a bit, yeah. Um, I remember the Incredible Cross Sections books that I would get from the library when I was a kid. Um, they started a lifelong infatuation with, like, techno-clutter drawings. Because no one really... There's no real argument yeah. to be made about how any of that shit works. But you know what? It's great practice for artists who just want to draw cool, like, miscellaneous doodads and thingamabobs. Yeah, no, I definitely remember distinctly having... I don't know how I got this. Yeah. Um, but it was like a book that's, like, way way too big to be a book. It looked like, like a blueprint almost. Mm -hmm. Um of literally technical schematics of all the Star Wars yeah, yeah, yeah. ships and stuff, and I wore the spine out of that thing like a true nerd. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, can't be any worse than liking metal, so <laughs> possibly the nerdiest of all nerd yeah. things. But Did you guys know but yeah. Did you guys know that on, on Star Trek, this is only tangentially related, did you guys know that on Star Trek they actually had, mm -hmm. they had two writing teams? They had one that put together like the actual you know story, plot points, dialogue, and shit. And then they had a second team who would come in and add all the techno babble to make things like feel like they worked. So the the first writing team would be like, okay, the they can't leave orbit around this moon for reasons. Uh, we'll just leave a note. Insert techno babble here. 
And then once they were mm -hmm. done, they would bring on the second team who would be like, oh yeah, no, they can't leave, they can't leave orbit because of their uh, dampened inertial resistance from warp burnout. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel like I could have thrived in that. I think I maybe missed my calling. Ah, I um. know, right? I know. It's a lost <laughs> art. It's okay. The kids don't appreciate it these days. <laughs> no. <laughs> what do kids appreciate? Clearly not black no. metal. Um, no. <laughs> All right. uh, moving on, we have... What, oh. do we, what do we have? Fuck me. Oh, we have in the second pick, which, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, is... Uh, Let's do it. Coming to us, as you would expect, from the swamps. Mm -hmm. But also swamps of outer space. Yeah, um, this... this yeah, this frog lord. This is frog lord. This project has a whole mythology behind it that I won't explain now. Mm -hmm. Other than like it's uh, pro environment, anti human, anti alien, like extraterrestrial alien, um, eco sludge. <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah. that's so dank. He he has death ray <laughs> eyes, and uh, yeah, it's 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 this guy is very has was clearly very very stoned when he made all of this music, but it's pretty good. Um, I was he was he though if he if he'd been really stoned he would have called it they came from Uranus obviously <laughs> God that that toad on that album cover is just like now you will know what it is to boil mm -hmm. and there's of course like a nude woman from behind as well on there um, absolutely yeah this toads, is this look, is toads, up, like, toad gets all the bitches <laughs> well listen to the album and you'll know but um, no this is like some like head shop. Uh, like poster shit i love mm -hmm. it um no headshot posters exclusively feature monkeys on toilets <laughs> okay um frog lord everybody oh yes this, this is frog lord they came from saturn surprisingly really. they came from beyond space to enslave the earth
with what I think uh, is um, a warning from a fellow agent of uh, of truth seeking mm-hmm. about uh, an impending uh, um, invasion, which uh, goes back to what I said before. I think our interstellar shit posting is really coming back to haunt us um, mm-hmm. because it says uh, they came from your uh, really stuck on Uranus now. <laughs> They came well, from Saturn as soon they heard the sound. So, yeah, I un- think... You know, unlike on Twitter, when you broadcast something in space, you can't go back and delete it. So, um, yeah, they got yeah. the shittiest of the human ship posting. And, uh, though I will say, I believe in the lore, the frog defends Earth, just not humans. Um, I'm sure there's a, I mean, there's yeah, a moral it's, there. He's coming home to his timeshare, you know, and he's finding that's <laughs> full of bugs. <laughs> and he does have, uh, let, me, let me just read the Bandcamp bio. Um... He's an ancient amphibian with death ray vision and ectoplasmic slime. So I don't think we really stand much of a chance. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess that's why he's the Frog Lord, because we all have to all hail the Frog Lord. Um, he lords over the Earth. Anyway, um, yeah, what do you guys think of this goofy sludge stoner band? This is, this is look, this is good-ass, you know, sludge, sludge tunes, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like... I think that uh, it's kind of interesting that you know he keeps going on about like the swamp sludge because this actually ironically uh, hits me with a very like desert rock sort of feel. Mm-hmm. Um, just with the it's got a, it's got a pronounced like sway to it that I, I really dig. Um, it feels a bit uh, it just feels a bit drier, you know. So you're feeling more Caius more and less swept. like crowbar. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, a bit of Caius, a bit of like. You know, I mean, like old sleep, honestly, a tiny bit, mm-hmm. but way more focused. Like it's not bluesy. We're not ha- hacking yeah. out like you know mm-hmm. rock and roll blues wrists here. He is doing like really big like sliding chords here, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, yeah, it just it just feels a bit um, a bit spicier than some sludge I've heard. Just in terms of its like pacing, and especially uh, the drums are a lot more active and they keep things uh, high pulse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was also uh, thinking definitely more stoner, stoner rock than uh, sludge, um, mm-hmm. and I think it, it it pairs that nicely with with like some some schlocky horror vibes, a little yeah. bit. Not 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 in like uh, egregious use of of synth or anything like I don't know like Rob Zombie would do or something, but mm-hmm. uh, enough that that uh, the the tongue and cheekness. Uh, <coughs> comes comes across and and mm-hmm. it's still without without sliding fully into goofiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. And like, like, yeah, Go ahead. there's a careful art to writing like good doom. I mean, especially you know once you once you've staked out like whether you want to play you know truly like slow long stuff or if you want to play something that's a bit more a bit more like catchy and and swinging. Um, there's still a problem where. Uh, there's this one piece of advice I saw somewhere when it comes to like you know playing music, writing music, which is um, play exciting, not excited. Which is basically don't get lost in the feeling that you're trying to create for the audience because it leads to subpar songwriting on your end. You need to be much more focused than that. I think with Doom, the analog to that is play lazy but not lazily. Oh, okay. I think that I think mm. yeah, I think that Froglord does a good job of avoiding that. I think they. I think that he has like a good sense of like uh, how to change things up, you know, on one instrument or the other. Just, just a touch. Like, there's clearly mm-hmm. a a single like motif and through line running through this whole thing. But again, he knows when to 
he knows when to shift it just a little bit to alter the emphasis, to mess with the drums and the backbeat sometimes, uh, just mm -hmm. to help it feel like it's going places. You know, I feel like yeah. a lot of, yeah, I feel like a lot of other, you know, one-track Doom bands just don't manage that. Like, they think it's just the singular riff itself that's going to power everything without realizing all the different variations you need to keep things. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to hear the same riff for five minutes or however, 20 minutes, however long your Doom song is. Um, uh, no, that's yeah. really apt. That's an apt analysis. I like it. Um, yeah. Also, uh, I... I figured the easy way out for this theme would be put like put some sleep or some shit on there, but I don't really listen yeah. to sleep much. And I was like, you know what, this is a bit cooler. Also, um, the person who writes this is a lizard, but not. I don't think they believe well, in lizard a, people. It's not a lizard. He's, or not a lizard. He's, he's an amphibian. Oh, amphibian. Yeah. I group lizard reptiles. Look, whatever. Lizard people. Whatever. That's passe. <laughs> okay. Alien frog emperors. That is some. That's some Mobius shit. Yeah. I love that. Bro, pass me the fucking, pass me the fucking like DMT. We're 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 going on a journey. Yeah, another reason I think you know another reason I think I thought desert with this feeling is just mm -hmm. because like, when I think about when I think about you know you know the obvious connection here is, uh, toads and drugs. You think of psychoactive toads. That's that's the Sonoran desert toad. You know, mm -hmm. you don't you don't oh, find that it? shit okay. in the swamp. Yeah yeah yeah. It's it's oh. uh it's an American like um, Southwest kind of thing. So. You know, uh, so you know, like uh, I think, like Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico. Those are the places where you're gonna find this thing. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, that, actually is, that is some ectoplasmic slime. Let me tell you. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> actually. So um, I can't believe this. Um, I was watching. Uh, I was watching some TV show, like a TV documentary about you know sonoran toads and why they're like such a big like. Why they're such like a cultural icon for like you know weird natural drugs, and one of the things that I I might be remembering this wrong is that no one's really sure where the tradition of like going to these toads for psychoactive purposes comes from because like um, so the common thing about licking the toads is just not true that doesn't do anything it just kind of makes you sick oh because there's actually like an involved process of collecting the toad venom and then like drying it out but. Apparently, oh, okay. it just like the process just burst onto the onto like the you know the psychonauts scene one day in like the '60s or '70s <laughs> from like yeah. from a zine like an anonymous zine published by some guy that no one knows and no one has contacted. He was just like, "Hey, I found this cool way to make DMT from toad venom. Here you go." This sounds like a CIA op. If I it sounds like. One. It sounds um, like a yeah. It sounds like it could be like a uh, a plant, or it yeah. could be. No, 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 no. Be, I think they were a whistleblower. I yeah, think everything be, was done to to suppress this this the publication. But they, it could they also failed. be a direct. They squeaked drop, it out. You know, camouflaged into into the form of some of our most trusted communiques. <laughs> Anonymous zines from the sixties. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, I believe that 100%. I'm going to rubber stamp it. Approved. I don't even need Jamie like Joe Rogan does. I just like how goofy this band is, too. Um, they, don't, they don't take them so seriously, but they do donate some profits from the uh, album sales to like this frog charity. I was reading about it because they got featured on Bandcamp. That's fucking um, tight. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a cool idea. I don't know. Um, I like them. And it's, yeah, space-themed. Um, what do we got next? 
Mm. Oh, yeah, I'd be, I'd be amiss uh, at this point not to mention uh, a different project that is uh, thematically in the same realm called uh, Toad Blood, which uh, I recently found. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of like that. dungeon synth with a bit of maybe synth wave in there and like underpinned yeah. by those really, really blown out drum loops that almost make it sound a bit like... Bit, uh, bit in the realm of, of hip hop or something. It's uh, it's kind of odd. I hadn't I hadn't heard this mix before, and I, I really like it. That's the, their their yeah. latest record. The one the one before that is also good, but quite different. But this latest one uh, really did it for me. It's I, called I'm sufficiently uh, curious. Of of toad blood and frog coffins. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky's posting the truth in our Discord chat with links that I will of course pass upon to you listeners. <laughs> yeah, only uh, only open in a private browser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> incognito behind a VPN. Uh, no, I'll check out this dungeon synth, crushing primitive amphibian raw dungeon synth. That sounds like something I would listen to. Um, <laughs> the man knows. But man. our next song. <coughs> <laughs> um, our next yeah, what is our next song? Oh my! Oh my! Yes. I have another one from the expert. Mm-hmm. Cosmic Atrophy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Wait, the doorbell rang. Hold on. It's the feds. They're onto us. <laughs> Los federales. <laughs> Interpol's at Hans' this place. Is a, this is a perfect time. This is a perfect time to go to a break and a word from our sponsor, NordVPN. If you're <laughs> <laughs> the official VPN of black metal, um, NordVPN. <laughs> what are we? Where are we? Next, last, what? Oh, right. Yeah, were we already back? Did we? Where, where, where? Shit. The Illuminati jammers got us, but we're back. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> This was your pick, right? The uh, the cosmic the Illuminati attitude. jammers, the Illuminati jammers who run my ISP <laughs> and demand regular payments in exchange for their <laughs> silence. Yes, it's uh, Radio Free Toilet, not Radio Free Europe. Um. <laughs>
intercepted files from an as-of-now disavowed media asset in the Global Computer XT Suppression Network Cerulean Salvation would appear to be absolute territory brainwave scans long theorized by top minds to be contact beacons of a psychic FTL network dubbed Semi-Permeable Dimensional Membrane Passengers, or Sperm Dumps. <laughs> Zoth entanglement Lagrangians can be applied to the psychometric nucleus mapping of these dumps and determine that these scans originate in a border world that global experts dub the X-Zone. So named because to observers in a terrestrial reference frame, you cannot get it on your own and must have it delivered. <coughs> Which we can do for a fee. Um. <laughs> it's a big thing. Yeah. Um, this is probably, I think this is probably the most, this is the most straight up like time ghoul worship that, um, you know, of all our selections here, which is definitely what I had in mind when I suggested this theme. Um, mm -hmm. I like. I, I also like this as a counterpoint to the uh, uh, celestial mycelium, because mm -hmm. one, this has its sense like really integrated into the into the lead work itself in that middle passage. There, it it really sets things off really well, and um, it's also just it's a much more you know techier, scronkier, scramsier sort of death metal. You know the the tone is very controlled and uh, very, very tight. Um, the riffs are uh, just crawling up and down all over the place chromatically. Um, yeah, it's, it's, like the, it's like the inverse and opposite. You know, this is true deep space weirdness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, uh, that lead at 213, it's just, it's, it's like slippery, you know? And the main solo is like it's like this filmy fluid that creeps up your walls. You know, it's it's a really warped sort of texture work in places. It reminds me of like sort of um, a much more muted version of like uh, Veilburner's last release because I loved the last Veilburner record. Oh, I can hear that. Great, you know, you say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, with its great like you know uh, twisty texture work and um, although. Uh, Although uh, uh, Cosmic Atrophy has a more conventional song structure behind it, it's still like, yeah, it's still it's still definitely at the outer limits. <clears throat> yeah, for yeah, transmissions from beyond a, a dark star. Um, uh huh. Uh huh. This was yeah. This was cool. Uh, <laughs> thank you for that. Hans just uh, posted a reference to Tau Zero, which is the hard uh, sci-fi book I mentioned. Um, I just I just had the I had the uh, Tuesday oh well Wednesday list open in another tab and it just jumped out at me. Tau of course being proper time uh, for all you science nobody nobody knows shit about science in this what am I talking about anyway um, the Void Engineers Cosmic Atrophy uh, I also like kind of these guys just uh, also in contrast with us uh, what was it uh, the Mycel Warflurge. celestial mycelium. Um, Mm -hmm. These guys just go straight up HP Lovecraft space, like, oh, sorry, yes, <laughs> Warglurch. Man, oh man, I, oh, is, I'm just, a, a I'm just out of it today. About HP Lovecraft, I've never heard that before. I know. Oh, you, wow. Can you, can you believe it, Trey Azikthoth? I don't think you can. Um, actually, his YouTube is really fucked up. Anyway, uh. Yeah. This, yeah. It's, it's it doesn't like, even try to be serious. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like the human centipede meme. It's like HP Lovecraft, <laughs> Trey Azikthoth, every like weird death metal player. Yeah, pretty much. Um, 
But no, this is um, these are some choice weird lyrics, uh, antithetical vibrations. Um, I'm not sure what they are, but they're probably censored. Uh, you know, things like that. They're antithetical to my vibe. <laughs> oh, but but dang! Uh, no, I actually did like it. But um, yeah, yeah, no, yeah I liked it too. Oscillation, uncreation. I mean, that's just a good rhyme, but. <laughs> don't know what it means. No, um, no, no, no aspect of the English language has been kinder to death metal than the T I O N ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, know? you can just add it to anything. It's it's great. You know. mm-hmm. um, no, I really, I really dig mm-hmm. this. I, I like the comparison with Veilburner. Um, now that you said it, it like clicked in my mm-hmm, brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a fan of that Veilburner release last year. So, Hans, your thoughts? You said you liked it. Any? Uh... It's true. Yeah. Um, like, like, like you already pointed out. Um, it already is. It reminds me of many other um, transmissions that are already in my library. Um, mm-hmm. I was reminded of the. Um, in your tape library, the... you know, VHS is the only. Uh, it's the only high fidelity enough. Uh, it's the only high mm-hmm. fidelity enough format to be storing, be storing these kind of burst transmissions. Yeah, I'm storing the, the storing the the wealth of information encoded within these messages, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it reminded me of the um, of the uh, uh, mind. Uh, oh, fuck! I wrote this down somewhere. Fucking fuck shit. Um, yes, sorry. Yes, um, it reminded me of the mental projections of the Demilich or um, the oh, okay. the later ululations of the Cathelists. Um. Oh man, I man, I gotta get into Cathealist. I, I they've totally like slid off my fucking radar. Uzi as they are with their many mm. appendages, it's <laughs> it's bound to happen, man. Oh, yeah. I have that DVD. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I think this this um, these uh, similar similarities point to is a. Uh, a network of uh, planets that have apparently fraternized and uh, might be um, present might present an actual danger if if they are able to form a united front. But um, I, d- I don't like. I feel like Sludge already addressed this and is just going to make slave goose out of all of them. Uh, mm, fair enough. Ref- fair enough. Mm-hmm. Referencing our very old Sludge, I don't know how to say that band's name. Uh, a track from years ago, not years ago, earlier this year. Um, Anyway, maybe they don't yes. want you Slug to say it. It was also <laughs> on my on my short list of uh, guys to check out, but yeah, I don't know. All of our songs yeah, are like that. eight minutes long, and I just didn't want to do that to y'all. I think I think we have a hard limit of twelve that we've allowed one person, uh, Igum, to go over because we didn't tell them about it. <laughs> yeah, um, no, that was yeah. I don't know. No, it's fine though. Um, we we yeah. don't want to be like the government. We don't want to yeah. censor people. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. Just not. do whatever, man. Whatever feels right. <laughs> Bandwidth is free, you know. Like broadcast uh-huh. time, that shit's you know whatever. Mm-hmm. It's That's just true. Also, I'm the editor. The I can air. do whatever the whatever all I want over with the song. place. <clears throat> um, yeah. So they can't keep us down, and they can't keep us from moving on to this next song. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Oh pick yeah, I love this from, next one. From Hans, a very atypical pick from Hans. Uh, even. Uh, but or, or I'll get oh. into why later. I think. Okay. Um, at least partially because I think it has a typo in the title. Does it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, and of course I would I would usually eschew such such uh, <laughs> things. But it is um, hard to hard to um, 
pick a favorite from this album and uh, in um, yeah a bit relating to what we just said about song length I picked the shortest song um, uh, yeah so this is uh, from an album that came out last year it's a debut album from people that nobody knows who's in this band apparently uh, it's a willow tip uh, release uh, who we've also talked about at length in the past uh, and who are now also also getting into the uh, truth truth seeking game that's a shit word we have to come up with a new term for our community mm-hmm. uh, anyway this is uh, commentary's waltz I presume it's supposed to be not what's what's uh, commentary's waltz from cocknose <laughs>
So that was um, Cognos with um, a transmission from one of the few uh, interstellar vessels we have out there that actually have personnel on them. Um, they often report back on, on the on the vast expanse of space that they traverse. And that, that uh, really shows in those uh, beautiful choruses that, 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 that their transmissions usually have, which feel really, really vast. And um, yeah, uh, but uh, it is, you know, for the most part, it's uh, long, long stretches of just deep blackness out there. So not a whole lot going on. So whenever they, they see a cosmic event like a cometary's walls, for example, <laughs> They get really excited, which I think explains the more hectic parts of this uh, of this mm -hmm. song. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, then they I, give so it some. Dynamic. Then they give it some poetic title like "Cometary's Walls" or some shit, and uh, send it to us, and we are thankful. So I took that I took that to be um, so comets have a very uh, what's called like a very eccentric orbit. They basically like their orbit around the sun looks like a really stretched ellipse. Uh, with the sun mm -hmm. at one very close to one end so what happens is they go really fast right when they get near the sun and it gets really hot and like they usually melt ice and that's where we have like meteor showers and then they get really really slow as they get really far away from the sun and by far away i mean like 10 times as far as pluto is um and so i took that to be kind of i think i'm extremely overthinking this but uh no, I can see the inspiration. Like the, like the parts where they're closer to the sun are the one, and then the the outer ellipses is like kind of the two and the three. It's like the one, yeah. two, three, one, two, three. That's yeah, the, exactly. the, the walls. There you have it. We Science. Have decoded. <laughs> uh, we have damn, we have decoded I, the message. Um, no, this was good. Uh, this this singer has some range too, um, which uh, is. I don't, I don't know the clean harsh yeah, thing. Yes, I, I think it's I, I think it's two singers, honestly. Is it okay? I couldn't tell because we, yeah. well, we don't know who's yeah. in the band or how many people are in the band. It's or a little if, unclear. It's a little unclear. I, oh, or if the God, dude in the right is so cousin much. it from the Adams family. Nobody knows. Um, <coughs> could yeah, be all just three. like <laughs> I'm not convinced. Honest, I am not convinced this isn't a secret Devin Townsend project. Like, the nail <laughs> is, like, sound and his cadence and just the, the feel of his composition so oh. perfectly. Like, oh, my God. It's like, it's like somewhere between, like, it's like doing Ocean Machine and, like, Strapping Young Lad at the same time. Mm. I yeah, can hear that. Like, yeah. It, it, like I said, it's really dynamic. This, this, these songs on this record, uh, they go from, like, you know, hostile, you know, aggressive melodeath to just, like, this awestruck ambient like chord surge which is mm -hmm. like just like a flick you know a snap of the fingers it goes from light speed dogfight to just like peaceful drifting you know you're just you're just slowly spinning watching watching starlight maybe, glint past you oh it's so good maybe Devin Townsend's just sick of all the uh, admiration and adulation he gets from the current metal community and wanted to broadcast yeah. the truth under a different name uh I don't know. I can hear that. Like, oh, I thought that's what I thought that's what Ziltoid was for. I need these <laughs> guys to take even off. Deeper. I really do. Oh, okay. I, I, um, like, I need these guys to stick around and make another album because right now, I mean, just you know, they've got this one record, but I, I don't see any promotion for it. I don't see anyone talking about it, and I, it's oh, I need these guys to go places. Part of the mystique. I need more of this. Well, we can hopefully catapult them a little further forward mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with this podcast. Which has many listeners, yeah. as you all know. <laughs> yeah, we're like we're like Jupiter. You fly past us, you're picking up speed. <laughs> there you go. Mm -hmm. um, 
also at this, if this was on the radio, it would eventually make it out there, right? Isn't that how it works? Um, depending on what kind of radio it is. Uh, if it's like on uh, like a satellite radio, for sure. But uh, mm-hmm. some terrestrial radio bounces off the ionosphere and back towards Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, yeah, that's way yeah, more... Like, that's way more in- I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I ruined it all. No, I mean, um, the, I mean the waves are lame for not uh, even... They're not cool enough. Yeah. They're not, they're not power metal waves. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's... Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely what it is. Um, though, I don't know how they bounce back since the Earth is flat. Anyway. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I really like this. Um, this is like, I hadn't heard of these guys before. Um, and I'm, I was grooving on this. This is another like instant wish list for me, which is something that happens mm-hmm. fairly rarely. But... Um, yeah, I mean, I think they just, they just, they just, ah, oh, they knocked it out of the park so well. You know, I can't believe this is a, this is a debut record from just some unknowns, because, like, it just has such a great grasp, and it, it takes such a different approach to, like, the mellow death elements, and the, the like, I guess you'd call them, like, heavy ambient elements. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man, it's fantastic. Well, it, it could be a super group, and we just don't know it. Like. Mm-hmm. Possibly, possibly. This could be, like, who knows. We'll probably never know. That's the God. It's of, just anyway. It just floors me, and it's so it's so unique and precious to like listen to something. It's definitely a, it's a death metal song, and it's super structured. But like it it has this like joy to it, like a genuine joy for like just discovery and and grandiosity. Yeah, yeah, oh. that's probably the feeling that that strikes me the most in those, in those choruses. Yeah, man. Like, and their lyrics too. Like, I, I, they don't have any lyrics on their, you know, Bandcamp page or anything. But like, from what I'm hearing, yeah. it's like, I don't even think it's necessarily about like, you know, aliens or even any kind of event. It's just like, hey, there's this cool, like, enormous, timeless shit happening out there in space, you know, and you can observe mm-hmm. all of it. You, you can just, you can drift the by it and be part of it, there. you know. It's like a perfect afterlife. Oh, word. Where's my bong? I need to find it. <laughs> Dude, dude. No, it's really fuck cool. Ne- who needs bongs? You've got you've got telescopes, man. Put down your bong and pick up a, a telescope. <laughs> Stare into the telescope of your third eye. I don't fucking know. <laughs> space is um, so cool, though. Story for another time, but uh, I, I may have talked spooky through their first uh, time with edibles. Um, I could oh be wrong. We can cut this out if that's not true, Spooky. Yeah. No, 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 no. It was it, no, it was definitely true. Was it was definitely my first time. <laughs> um, so we're all expanding our minds uh, in different ways. So, yeah, good pick, Hans. Once again, you uh, two out of two. You son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> no, I really like this, and I think it's a fitting way to end the episode. No. I think so. Yeah, um, yeah we will leave you on a on 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 a somber note um, from another uh, release that was on last year's uh, top ten list from me. Uh, this is uh, Black Hole Deity. Uh, the song's called. Uh, the song has a name as well. You know how it goes. Songs. Hypersleep dementia. Yeah, that's the one. There we go. And uh, with that, uh, we bid you adieu and uh, never stop uh, questioning, never stop searching, and, um, and uh, most importantly, never stop listening. The riffs are out research. there. The truth is out there.
Yeah. yeah.